Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our word for the weekend. One verse, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. New King James Version says it like this. Now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields a peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained in it. New Living Translation says it like this. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Listen, I remember um, growing up as a child. Um, you know, being loved by my mama. And, and I know that my mama still loves me. And uh, I remember that part of being loved by my mama and loving my mother's embrace and how my mother would kiss me and care for me. I remember all of that. I remember all of that. But listen, y'all, there was a side of my mother that was also a disciplinarian. Uh, my mother didn't take any stuff, as, as it were. Um, she loved you. She would coddle you at times, but when you needed discipline, she was going to show up there too. In the moment, y'all, when we're being disciplined and, and as this text says, uh, it don't feel good in the moment. In those moments, you know, there, there were times as a child when you're young and you're immature, you're saying, you know, why are you being so hard on me? You must not love me like you say you do. And, and, and it's, it's once you get older, get a little bit more understanding. Maybe it happens after you get your own children. That you come to realize that chastisement is a part of love. The chastisement, the idea that I will discipline you when you're wrong so that you can cease doing wrong. That is an act of love. And so even in those moments where, where mother would discipline Sometimes we, we feel like, you know, again, in our young and immature minds, maybe she don't love me like she says she do. Why would she do this to me if she really loved me? But as you grow and as you mature and as you understand, you say, that's exactly why she's doing this, because she loves me. If you consider uh, how we view God sometimes, and this is more prevalent these days than it has been in days past, my brothers and my sisters, we view God, rightfully so, as a benevolent God, as a loving God, as an embracing God, as a God who wants us to succeed and doesn't want any harm to come to us. We view God in that lens and we are correct to view God in, those, in that lens because he is, in fact, a benevolent God. He is a loving God. He is a God that wants us to succeed. He is a God that does not want any harm to come to us. However, he's also a chastising God. He's also a God that holds us accountable. He's also a God that will punish his children if necessary in order to bring them to their best selves. And so as I looked at this verse, and as I wrestled with what I was going to share on this Friday, our word for the weekend, as I wrestled and I, I turned the pages of my Bible and tried to figure out where I was going to land and had other few other verses in mind and other thoughts in mind uh 
in my search for something else. This is why I love having an actual Bible. Uh, so you can turn the pages in my search for something else. The Lord allowed me to land on Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. And I mean, it jumped right out to me. Again, that New Living Translation. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. We think about God having to discipline us. It's painful. We think about God having to punish us for some things that we've done. It's painful. But listen, we, we, we need to remind ourselves that discipline is only necessary when you get out of line. Discipline becomes necessary when you strayed from the path, from the, the edict, from the mandate. That's when discipline becomes necessary. When you have not followed the instructions. In fact, uh, you have not even heeded some verbal warnings at times. That's when discipline becomes necessary in order to bring us back into the fold, in order to bring us back into uh, what this text says, right living. And so God is not trying to sit up and figure out how he can just be difficult towards us. It's not just sitting back saying, how can I punish them today? The fact of the matter is, my brother, my sister, when God has to discipline us, we have, in fact, forced his hand. We have, in fact, pushed God to a point where he says, I'm going to have to do something. Watch this in order to save you from yourself. Listen, if I keep letting you go down this path, if I keep letting you do it the way you want to do it and live your best life and do it your way and, and, and you don't have to check with anybody. If I keep letting you do this, you're headed for self-destruction. And how could I really say that I love you? And watch you head for self-destruction and do nothing to try to turn you around. And when you don't turn around, do nothing to try and correct you. That would not be love. That would not be love in its truest form. See, love in its truest form, it involves accountability. And yes, when you're in positions of authority, as God is over our lives, it, it, it requires discipline. It requires chastisement. It requires correction. And so many times, y'all, we're in the middle of correction. And, and we get like I told you I was when I was a young child. I say this. Does mama even love me? Why, why is she being so hard right now? Why is she being so difficult? And as this text says here, no discipline is enjoyable. It's painful. Nobody likes to be disciplined. Nobody likes to be chastised. Nobody likes to be corrected. The fact of the matter is that if you really don't like it, you probably need to make sure you're doing right in the first place. So there's no need for chastisement. There's no need for discipline. There's no need for correction. See, I, I've learned in all these years that I've lived my life is that when you're when you're doing what you're supposed to do, when you're following the rules, the chastisement doesn't come. The correction doesn't come. The discipline doesn't come. In fact, because you are disciplined. Because you understand that if I'm disciplined and I do what I'm supposed to do, I don't have to worry about correction because I'm in the right place. I don't have to worry about chastisement because I'm already in the right place. So as we hurry on, we get ready to move on out the way on this word for the weekend podcast. I'm grabbed by the rest of the verse. 
in the New Living Translation. It talks about, again, at the beginning of the verse says, no discipline is enjoyable. And by the way, by the way, again, even though discipline is necessary, it's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable. It's not a good thing. It's not, doesn't feel good, right? It's uncomfortable. But again, it's supposed to serve as a deterrent so that we stay on the straight and narrow. But the rest of this verse says this. It says, but afterwards, this is the part that we don't understand. We're in the middle of discipline. Got to learn to look to the afterwards. That's why even in the moments now where God has to discipline Reverend Jackson, if I don't like it and I'm uncomfortable, I know that there's going to be an afterwards. It's not going to go on forever. Discipline is, you know, when it's done properly, it's done till you get the message. It's done so that you can get the message. And then you can make some changes and some adjustments in your life. But this Bible says, but afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Might I suggest to you, my brothers and sisters, as we get ready to get out of here on this word for the weekend, that discipline is simply sowing seeds of right living in your life. Discipline is God saying, I'm going to put some seeds of right living right here where disobedience was. I'm going to uproot the disobedience. I'm going to turn over the soil of going against what I told you to do. I'm going to remove all of the weeds of you going astray. And I'm going to plant some seeds of right living in your life. I'm going to plant some seeds of discipline in your life. I'm going to plant some seeds of obedience in your life. And when I do that, when I plant those seeds in your life, if you take care of them, if you nurture them, if you water the seeds that I've planted and you allow it to take root and then come up out of the ground in your life, the Bible says that there's a peaceful harvest of right living. You see how peace and right living are tied in together. The devil will have us to believe that it's hard to live right. The Bible would have you to believe that there's peace when you live right. Not perfection, but peace. The Bible says it's peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. I'll leave you here, my brother, my sister. Take the training. Take the chastisement. Take the correction, all the things that are necessary so that you can get yourself to a place of right living. God loves you. That's why he chastises you. God loves you. That's why he corrects you. God loves you. That's why he disciplines you. It's painful at first, but if you hang on then there, it's going to produce right living in your life. You may not be perfect. God may have to chastise you again, but just remember, if he keeps coming back to chastise you, it's because he sees something redeemable. It's all because he loves you. Hang on in there. Let the seeds take root and watch that harvest of right living spring up in your life. That's all the time that we've got for our word for the weekend. I hope you all are blessed by what we shared with you on today. Let me give you our tag very quickly. If you would like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, go to the ministry's website, that website, www.krjministries.org. If you would like to purchase any of our written works, any of our books, Go to our publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. Listen, wherever you listen to this podcast right now, if you have not done so already, I encourage you to subscribe 
to this podcast. We believe it will be a blessing to you. Hit the subscribe button. If you don't mind, tell somebody about the Purpose and Beyond podcast. Share it on your social media timeline. We will definitely appreciate you for doing so. If you would like to support this ministry, you can do so via PayPal, paypal.me forward slash KRJ Ministries, or you can go right to the ministry's website and go to the donate tab, www.krjministries.org forward slash donate. That's all the time that we have for our word for the weekend. Again, I hope that you all are blessed by what we had to share on today. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer as always. And we'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.